one billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. My name is Zan, and I'll be your GM. Thank you for joining us today. As always, we hope you're staying as safe and healthy as possible. This episode... The group has rescued Adriel and now takes some time to process everything that they've learned and seen. Histories are recounted, morals are discussed, and options are weighed. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallren, and Jory consider the implications of these imprinted echoes. Her eyes flash open in a moment. She says, it's Nick. In front of you on Rufus's workbench is Adriel. She's just recently regained consciousness and is now sitting up, drinking some Ben's Bane that Fahura has brought over, and trying to calm down after what was clearly a traumatic event that happened down below the settlement. Rufus is taking vital signs, and Fahura is making sure she's comfortable. Brought a pillow over, you know, dabbing her head with a warm washcloth. And for once, Adriel isn't, like, shooing these people away. She's not a particularly personable person, but she's accepting this for some reason. Now, dear, I need you to just uh, calm down. I, I know, deep breaths, keep drinking the tea. You'll be fine. I'm gonna, I need to go wring this washcloth out, but keep deep breathing. Keep going. There you go. Do we know about Nick? Yes. Okay. Edos has told that story, as has Adriel in truncated form. You good to talk, Adriel? Yes, I think so. What happened? So I went back down into the areas that you had explored. You mentioned that there were some creatures there. I have influence over certain creatures, and it's been a while since I've gotten to exercise those abilities, not to mention anything that we can turn to our service, all the better. I found those insects you described, the crawr. I was able to have them follow me. They're cute, aren't the they? Cute is a very a broad term for that. Useful, definitely. If you would like to call them cute, that's... Thank you. But I explored a little further. I was able to find the room that said Echo Chamber, and considering that the... The distress call that we got said, Echo 
The signal? No, what was it? Within the chamber, echo the signal. I figured I'd check it out while I was there. Little did I know that I was in for something worse. That pillar of light that you saw, I've encountered those before. What? That's... <laughs> it's called a Gamorn. Those only happen when a large group of people all die simultaneously within a Numenera accident. Oh, dang. Something terrible happened here. And a lot of people died all at once, is that what you're saying? Yes. How did they get stuck like that? I don't... Did... Are there souls? I, I don't understand. Souls is a... If that's what you'd like to call it, you, you can. Depending on what your belief structure is, but it's... The consciousness, the shadow, perhaps. It's what made them them. Dang. How does that happen? I mean, what mechanics are involved with trapping such a thing? I don't think it's a matter of trapping them. It's a matter of the nature of the incident, probably. This place was meant to communicate. Perhaps that had something to do with it. It's like fear made solid. Something like that. Pain. Yes, exactly. That's horrifying. But what did it do to you? I mean, clearly you... And what do you mean Nixon there? Like Oddly enough, it has nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. That's just something all else awful. Cool, cool, cool. I saw his ghost, for lack of a better term. Ghost? Where did you see him? Not in the Pillar of Faces, I'm guessing. No, 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 not in the Pillar of Faces. No, I went in there, and the Pillar of Faces, uh, the, the Gamorn, was problematic. Um, ate through my hefty mental defenses relatively quickly, and the poor Krar were gars. No. His image appeared and led me to a place where I was less susceptible to what it was. It guided me to an area where I wouldn't die. Hmm. Uh, what? So not only did you see him, but he helped you? He was aware of you. Yes. I've heard stories of this before where, I mean, obviously ghosts and spirits if you believe in that, but people involved in trans-dimensional accidents having their husks, their forms trapped in between places. It wasn't all one thing. It wasn't like just a being that seemed transparent. No, it was as though it were multiple of him existing at once. Huh. Should we do something? I, yes. <laughs> yes, I think we should. Did you interact with him in any way? Did you touch him? Did he speak to you? 
There was no speech. And before I had the chance to even try to touch him, I was unconscious. Okay, if we're to dive back into this, what do we need? What should we bring? Where should we set our minds? Yeah, what what do we do with this information? Exactly. I need something stronger than this tea for horror. Add another tea bag. (laughs) (laughs) Tea. Leave the bag in. Fahura comes over and tends to her a little bit more. Rufus comes back up and says, Well, um, I have some ideas. For stronger drinks? Um, no, not, not for stronger drinks. Um, for how we can approach this situation. Ah, yes. So, um... First of all, uh, Jory, I have this for you, and presents your staff back to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And in the staff, in the center, is that same filament that was in that broadsword, all the way kind of along the handle of it. So, um, now that you have this, um, it does two things. Um, you can, when you are in your physical form, you can hit things that are out of phase. However, um, if you go out of phase, you can take this with you. You can hit things while you're out of phase. Ah, oh, that's brilliant. Thank you. Oh, this will be incredibly useful. I am positive. Good. Good. I'm, I'm glad. I spin it around a bit. There are no specific stats to this. That's kind of just what it does. It's still a staff, so it's a medium weapon. So it still does four damage, along with the effect that I uh, explained there. Understood. Let's see here. So now Jory can hit all the things all the time. Yes. It does have a 1 in d20 depletion. So... Here's, here's what this means. When you activate the staff, staff itself exists on multiple levels of reality at once. So whether you want it to come with you when you're out of phase, or whether you want to use it when on something that is already out of phase, if that makes sense. Whenever you make that activation, you are going to roll a d20. On a 1, like a cipher, it depletes. But any other time, it's perfectly fine to continue to use. I continue to swing it around. <laughs> Safely, I think. Yeah. Smallrin does very uh, subtly shift out of the way a couple times. She doesn't want to hurt Jory's feelings, but... <laughs> Jory does not really notice. She was not meant to. <laughs> Adriel, would you like to go back down, or would you prefer to stay? I'll go back down with you. I would agree with that. I don't think that we should be going back unless Adriel is recovered and we have a plan. I have something else. What you got, Rue? Rufus kind of jumps, raising their hands. Uh, do you remember that that creature that you um that you found in the water supply? Yeah. And you brought it back, and and you asked if I could make something out of it. And I asked you what you wanted. Um, I made some armor. Yeah? Well, kind of. Um, 
and they run back over to one of the canopies and push out a like three foot cubed not quite cute, but like a, a three foot tall, three foot wide cylinder, like like urn kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it's full of gel. All right. Um, it's a little cloudy. So uh, he, this is uh, a gel suit. Um, you have to place your hand or maybe your foot or even your head, I guess. Um, you place it in the container. Um, the gel will then form over your appendage and across your entire body until it encases you. Does it avoid, you know, mouth and nose or is it breathable? Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's breathable. It's not like it's not like a, 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 a cocoon or anything. But what it does is that it does prevent you from taking any sort of uh, like elemental damage so anything like cold or or fire or electricity um as well as giving you plus one armor when struck by an object huh so it doesn't help with anything mentally necessarily and so i know that's maybe not the best idea for what we're facing at the moment but it's something and it could certainly be useful now how long will it stay all over yourself and you know all goofy for a day 28 hours ah, very cool and I have enough to last us a pretty good while. It, it, it is a consumable, but it's a pretty big container. All right. It is indeed. Good work. Thanks. What this will do is when you activate this for yourself, I'll have you roll the level for it. Sure. For the sake of her curiosity, without touching it, Smallrin is going to kind of lean over and more closely examine this gel. Mm-hmm. considering it's uh, the thing it's made from almost killed her. Does it, like, smell of anything? Is it any anything? It's a little fishy. It's a little fishy. Not, like, overwhelmingly so, but just a, just a little. Just, just a tad. Tadpole. Butchered. <laughs> don't look. Don't, don't judge me. Rufus... Very excited that they've been able to share the things that they've been working on. He says, I don't know if this is a possibility. Um, but would... Hmm, I don't know much about this um, screaming face light thing, but uh, most of the stuff around here... Powered off of sound, isn't it? Seems to be that way. Could we harness this? I suppose we could harness anything. We uh, try really hard. The only thing is, I... I can't quite tell whether the sound was audible or in our heads. It seemed to attack inside our brain. Adriel takes a, a sip of tea. Yes, it is a telepathic attack that it does. Though, who's to say that we can't still use that? I'm no right. But I can only imagine that sound heard in the mind is still electrical 
It certainly is powerful, whatever it is. Rufus, possibly there's a way that you could transmit it? Make it audible? I, I, I think so. Um, they run over to a pile of wires and such and bring back like a little helmet. They're like, I've been working on this. It was originally the translator, but um, Jory can speak the language now, so I put it aside. But this, it could easily be used as something to change the, the sounds of the mind to be audible rather than the other way around of hearing something audible and changing the way it sounds in your brain. Reverse the flow. Yes. Just don't cross the streams. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. You had to. No, I get it. Yeah. No, I get you, it. That, was, that was good. That was good. Well, that's perfect. A lot of my work is simply reverse engineering. There's nothing wrong with that. No. No, it's no, very useful, considering that a lot of it is on tech that we simply don't understand. It's also a wonderful dance move. The reverse engineering? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that one. Describe it for us, Jory. <laughs> yeah, Ren, tell us. What is the reverse engineering? How does that There's look? There's a lot of backing up. <laughs> there, is there any fancy footwork or like arm movements or is it just like walking backwards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Good. like the take it back now, y'all, part of the cha-cha slide, but just that part. <laughs> but it's like eight hops this time. 27 hops this time. Yep. The problem is that before they threw in the reverses, it meant you had to have a really big dance hall because everyone started at one end and ended up at the other. Good. It's a yep. mess every time. It's the reverse engineering slide. Well, um, it won't take me very long to simply reverse what this thing does, uh, quite, quite honestly. But what's the rest of the plan? I think we're kind of looking to Adriel for this one. I, unfortunately, don't have a lot more information than what I've already given you. Our fearless leader is currently not present either, correct? There, Edos is not here. We also might want to speak to Edos. They have spoken of Nick recently, and they will definitely want to be in on planning anything we do concerning him. While this is true, I also worry about overexciting them. Too much stress? Maybe. I mean, that's fair. Look, either way, I don't think going back down there today is a good idea. Probably not. I know you're in rough shape, and I'm holding it together well enough, but I am doing less than excellent in this moment. Yes, we all need a rest, I think. Yep. Absolutely. If we're not going back down today, then we should probably talk to Edos about it, give them time to understand the situation, and we can try to make a plan. I'll see what else I can recall about these things, but I need to go to sleep for right now. Absolutely. She kind of hops off the workbench that's kind of been has been serving as a hospital bed, essentially. With the now mostly empty cup of tea and kind of walks off. Well, uh, is there anything else I can do for you? Otherwise, I have a tavern to go attend to. 
I think we might follow you there. I, for one, could use a meal and some time to sit. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Rufus, are you coming along? Could you, um, if I send Bot-Bot along with you, could you send Emil back with him? Because I have a lot of work to do. Of course. Wonderful. <laughs> Go on, Bot-Bot. And kind of peeks out from behind Rufus's legs and <laughs> treads along behind you guys. Starship Bot-Bot. Bot-Bot. Bot-Bot is the best thing I have ever and will ever make. It's so true. Meals on treads. Bot-Bot is one of the, he's one of the little delivery robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh th- they're called the Starships. Yep, Starship they really? They're called Star, yeah. yeah, the company is Starship. Oh my god, that's so good. Okay, folks who do not live in Northwest Ohio, yeah, Bowling Green, the city of, like, started with BGSU but has moved to citywide. You can have these adorable little robots bring you food from on campus, yeah. like from Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, I think. And uh, what else was there? Um, and uh, Panda Express, I think. Panda Express and, like, some grocery stuff, too. Yep. Um, the company is called Starship. They're kind of like, they're really starting to get popular in some college towns. I don't know how BG ended up getting on this train, yep. <laughs> uh, but they're adorable. They're very they cute. Are. Every time, um, we're not in BG all that often, but every time no. we're down there, um, and we see one, my wife dies, uh, with, uh, with like just a squee. She thinks they're so cute. I was going to say, they're like tailor-made to appeal to everything that Carlin loves. And they have to be that way because if they weren't, they'd be terrifying because they can, like, detect people and traffic. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. All right. So BotBot follows along behind you and you guys head back to the first tree. Fahura makes some sort of, like very hearty kind of like starch and meat kind of meal so something that's kind of akin to potatoes it's a it's a root vegetable but it's a little more there's some tubers it's some tubers it's a little more like it's a little more stringy and starchy than potatoes are um with some some tender meat and and gravy um it's simple but it's filling you guys sit there Y'all, what was that? Well, something happened here. We know that at some point, everyone left. We haven't seen any signs of bodies, skeletons, nothing that I've noticed, and I would like to think I would notice. What happened to all those people? I think one of two things happened. Either they got put into an orange pillar of light, or they became void friends. My vote's on orange pillar. I'm not saying those are mutually exclusive either. Maybe it was like some people got turned one way, so I don't know. It's also possible, from what Edos and the others have described of how Nick was sucked into a portal, something of that Mm -hmm. kind... 
maybe everyone here had the same thing happen to them simultaneously, and the shock of that happening left enough of an impression for that pillar of screams to develop. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's just... Why hasn't it happened again, then? What did Nick do to make everything implode at something around them that nobody else has done since? To talk to Eidos again. And Fahura and Adriel and Rufus, they were there and we weren't. Right. But I seem to remember... Eidos, I think Eidos only spoke of it once in any detail. But I don't think Nick was the one who triggered what happened. He was just the one that got caught. Maybe. Uh, Jory has expended the last of her energy spinning the staff around and is listening, but has rested her very, very pained head on the cold table. (laughs) What time of day is it? That is a good question. (laughs) You guys... I'm pretty sure you went down in the morning. So we'll say evening. Hmm. Dinner time. Jory, are you going to be alright getting back to your place? Uh, yeah. I think so. Jory, I don't believe a single word of that. Which is impressive. You probably shouldn't. Ugh. I think we can probably make a bit of a, a a ceremonial procession out of getting everyone home safely. Mm-hmm. I'm in, a bad idea. I'm not in nearly as bad shape as the two of you seem to be. I'm not great, but I'm all right. How is everybody sitting right now out of curiosity? I'm fine on might and speed. My intellect is down six points, but I have 24 mm-hmm. total. So. Oh, right. Uh, I currently have two intellect out of 14. I have seven out of 14. So, so yeah, like you, you took more of a beating, but you can also take that beating. All kinds of ouchies. So I will consider this while you are, you guys are sitting here. I believe that you each took a recovery a recovery roll, an action's worth of recovery roll. Yeah. Last time. But while you're sitting here, I would easily let you take both the 10 minute and one hour one. Assuming that you guys want to spend an hour eating and discussing. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. You can all roll 2d6 plus 2. Okay, that, that has me back up. Nice. Oh yeah, you rolled high. Nice. That's, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm yeah. back up to full. You guys all rolled like fives and sixes. That's great. So you guys, you have your meal. Is there anything you want to do before heading to bed? Or is this like a, we're tired. Let's hit the hay. I think we just kind of sit there after talking for a while. We just kind of sit there in silence. Understandable. Cooling table. For her, I goes, I'm not usually uh, one to kick people out, but I think you all need to rest. Yep. And I don't think sleeping at my table is going to be very restful for you. I respond with a snore, <laughs> as I am already asleep. I don't think you give your tables enough credit for Hura. Apparently they're more comfortable than I thought. 
Uh, Smallrin kind of looks at Nehemiah. Should we try to carry her or just wake her? I'll try to wake her, but I, I can lift her. Give Jory a quick shake. Oh, what's going on? Jory, if you don't wake up, I'm carrying you home. Okay, I go back to sleep. <laughs> I I think fairly easily hoist, oh, yeah. like do a gentle fireman's carry. Yeah, yeah. Smallrin will no take problem. her staff. Take Jory back to her living quarters. Mm-hmm. Dio is there. What in the hell did you guys get into? Oh, is everything on? So many places. Let's get her to bed. Jory, you're tucked in for the night. Nehemiah, I assume you go back to the first tree. Mm-hmm. Smallrin, pick a blind. Any blind? Pretty much, yeah. Um, I actually, I I have to go around continuing to reacquaint myself with where they ended up after the moving. I choose the one that needs the least work. Is there anyone who still needs any points back to their pools? Is everyone full up? Topped off. Yeah, I'm good. Those will reset. You can reset back to the one action after having slept. But you guys sleep, rest for the night, the next morning. You wake up the next morning, rested, hopefully a little more mentally grounded. Dio actually wakes you up, Jory. <sighs> hey, Jory. Uh, I'm going out to do some hunting, but uh, I need to make sure that you're going to be okay before I do. Uh, okay, what, 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 do you, what do you need me to do? I need you to promise me that you're going to eat at some point today. I, I like doing that, so I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I promise. Good. Okay. Mm. Right. He pats you on the head. He goes, I'll be back later. Oh, that, that's, that's nice. Uh, okay. Have fun out there with your friends. Kiddo. <laughs> Ugh. As he's leaving the door, you hear him mumbling something about having to walk further than normal because all of the animals have fled the area. I roll myself out of bed and try to process this information. Things have gotten very odd around here. Why am I not in my pajamas? I don't have pajamas. Why did I even wonder that? I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. Okay, I'm up. I grab my staff and I exit. Start looking around and stretching. Smallrin, Adriel actually finds you in your blind. Kind of sits down on the, like, rooftop edge. And how are you this morning? More settled than I was. Still not completely settled. That sounds about right. Ito seems... Well, when he's spoken about Nick, he has seemed... Guilt-stricken? Edos is... Edos is the reason we're all here. They're the one that asked us out here. Each one of us individually, for a different reason, uh, within the main group of us, myself, Rufus, Fahura, Nick, and technically Brax. Though I think Brax just came along with Nick. Edos blames themselves for 
The fact that if Nick hadn't been out here in the first place, nothing ever would have happened to him. Well, I think you and I both know that that's highly unlikely, since <laughs> he was hiring himself out as a guide. Oh, agreed. I think Eidos also harbors guilt that when we came upon this place, it was a long journey, as you know, but when we arrived, Eidos was fighting these strange beings with mirrors for faces. They said that these beings had appeared just a few moments before we came upon the settlement, and we were able to fight them off, but not without Nick being pulled along with them in some sort of interdimensional rift. And I think Eidos wishes it toward them instead of Nick. As much as I can sympathize, I think that's just silly. Nick sounds more than capable of taking care of himself, whereas Eidos, though brilliant, is not a fighter. No. No. I don't know... I don't know any of this for certain. Edos doesn't particularly like talking about it. At least not their feelings on the matter. They'll tell the story. I'm going to suggest this just because I don't know that anyone besides you or I would, but do you think it might be a good idea not to tell them yet about Nick? Mm. I've considered it. Though I'm not the only one with this information, and neither are you. There are other people to talk to and other opinions to gather. I don't want to be the one to break the news to them, but... No, I, I think Farhura would be the best. If only because it is so sensitive. Mm. That nurturing nature of hers. And Adriel kind of rolls her eyes. <laughs> well, I have some other things to attend to, but... Let me know if you... Want any more information? What little more I can provide? I will, thank you. Nehemiah. You wake up to a large clatter from the kitchen of the first tree, and swearing and cursing from Fahura. <sighs> you alright there, Fahura? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I just burnt my hand on that pan right there, and I dropped the entirety of breakfast. Well, shoot. <laughs> you want some help? I wouldn't turn it down. I'll roll out of my hammock and get in there to help her start cleaning up. Yeah, you didn't make a mess of this. Alright, where's the broom? It's in the corner there. I'm gonna see what I can do about something else to eat. Alright. So... What are your thoughts on all of this? A lot has been happening in the past few days. A lot more than's happened in the past couple of years, if I'm going to be honest. I, I'll be honest for her. This is so far beyond me and what I thought I was signing on for. I figured I'd be wandering around out in the grasslands, just kind of, you know, 
making sure we didn't get attacked by brigands. And I did a fair bit of that, and that was great. But this is... I mean, don't don't take this as me complaining, but this is a lot. Oh, it is. Believe me. And I, you know... I'm happy to help. This is a good place. Y'all are good folk. I'm happy to do whatever it is that needs doing to make sure that this... And waves his hand all over. Keeps going. But at that same time, I mean... <sighs> so, what's... What's keeping you here? Nowhere else to go. I do like y'all. You're well liked here. No reason for me to go anywhere, like... Like, yeah, this is a lot, but, I mean, I gotta imagine anywhere else I would go, it would be a lot. Either something from my past would come running up on me, or you know, some other weird Numenera stuff would start rearing its ugly head. Yeah. Seems to be how these things go. Can't seem to get away from it. But still. There's a lot of weird out there. There's a lot of weird right here, too. But that's oh, the thing sure. of it. <sighs> Still your guy, Nick, though. Yeah. If it were anyone else, I'd question their sanity. Mm-hmm. But Adriel's the kind to, uh... not embellish or give in to superstition, really. I absolutely believe they believe they saw what they said they saw. I don't know for sure if that all is, I don't know. And it breaks down immediately right there. Because mm. I don't know what else, I, what else there is to say at that point. I've heard stories of people being caught between spaces like that. How's those stories end? Usually there's some sort of unfinished business. Well, some reason that there's there's a piece of them still sticking around here. I mean, maybe. Seems like a lot, though. Yeah. I do like Rufus's idea, though, of trying to harness whatever that is. That's fa the faces you saw. I mean, that's... I mean, from... Seems kind of grim, don't it, though? I mean, because those are... Or they were folk... And maybe they aren't anymore, but maybe they are. And that, um, seems weird to try and turn our lights on with the screams of people trapped in between worlds. Do we have another option? We've been living just fine. Honestly, where I'm sitting... What I've seen happen, I think we'd be just as well off putting a big old steel plate over top of it and forgetting that any of it ever happened. Lock it back up. 
I like, you know, I like the idea of that being a resource, of that being something that we can tap into, but if if that place has already claimed one of y'all, somebody that clearly seemed to know what they were doing, we're just babes in the dark. We're bumbling around like nothing. Seems more likely than not we're just going to get one of uh, somebody else killed. And I'd rather not have that happen. But what do I know, eh? Let's get this breakfast going. I think you have more insight than you gave yourself credit for, Nehemiah. Maybe. Uh, Smallerin had come in and has been just kind of quietly listening to everything you're saying since breakfast clearly isn't ready yet. Right. <laughs> but at this point, she comes over. I don't think that that would be a real service to the shades we saw. I don't believe in ghosts, personally. After my studies with my mentor, I believe that it could be that there are beings caught out of phase in such a way that they appear to us this way. But in that case, there's a possibility of bringing them back. I think we might be able to reopen whatever portal or doorway it was that pulled those mirror-faced creatures and Nick out of our plane and get Nick back. And by extension, that means that maybe all of the people that disappeared from whatever the complex is below us could also be returned. I will come in at that point. <sighs> What's going on, Sethud? Huh. What's this? You look better. Yes, thank you. Oh boy, did I need to sleep. How did I get back home? I carried you. Oh gosh. Oh, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to You're, give you some shins? You are beyond fine. Now eat. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh boy, that was quite Do a Do you day. want me to pay you for being friendly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to having friends. <laughs> Fahura had originally prepared like some sort of quiche, essentially, but with that out of the question, you guys now have those green grain-based pancakes. I gobble. I love a grain-based pancake. <laughs> you know, Fahura's kind of like leaning against the bar. So, um, this distress call... That keeps playing. I know Jory can understand it. And I'm sure you've like... I know I've kind of like... Blocked it out. But every once in a while I realize I'm still listening to it. Because it's, you know, just playing. Constantly. Yeah. But, um... I mean, first of all, I'd love it if we could make that stop. Because this is an earworm I did not <laughs> ask for. But beyond that... Is it worth answering? How? Asks that you listen to the rhapsody, is that right? That you respond to their signal? My only question is, is it a live transmission? 
We found so many recordings down below, it's hard to tell if it's an active call. But I would like to think that maybe there's a way to respond to it. Well, it gave you directions, didn't it? Somewhat cryptic directions, yes. Listen to the Rhapsody. Find the connection. First one to break the silence. Restore the power. Connect the feed. Within the chamber, echo the signal. A response is awaited far and long. Listen to the Rhapsody. Break the silence. Save our voices from the tumult. Listen to the Rhapsody. Break the silence. Listen to the Rhapsody. Find the connection. Verse 1 to break the silence. Restore the power. Connect the feed. Within the chamber, echo the signal. A response is awaited far and long. Listen to the Rhapsody. Break the silence. Save our voices from the tumult. Listen to the Rhapsody. Break the silence. Also kind of strange that it's a song. Not gonna lie. No? Well, these... Whoever these people were, sound clearly had a great deal of meaning for them. I suppose codifying things in music makes sense. Makes it easier to remember. I'm guessing the rhyme works better in their language or something. Does the rhyme work better in their language? <laughs> yeah, it's poetic. Oh, yes, it's quite beautiful. And you guys can even hear that. Smaller in Nehemiah, you may not understand the exact words like a translation, but you can hear the lyric, the lyricism sure. to the song. All I know is even if I was gone and somebody thought my voice worth the effort of trying to save me, I would still appreciate it from somewhere, I guess. I mean, I feel like Adriel was on to something there with, you know, being down in the echo chamber. It's not the safest place to be right this moment, but uh, it's worth checking out, probably. We are also going to have to deal with the fact that it specifically references hooking the power back up. We're going to have to deal with Void Friend at some point. It's got to be a way to keep everybody alive. <laughs> Honestly, Rufus had that little power supply. Obviously, it's not great for long periods of time, but if we can utilize the, what did Adriel call it? The Gamorn, if we can use that. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty darn powerful, if you ask me. Harness it, like, as a power supply. I mean, Nehemiah and I were talking about the ethical implications of that. But, yeah. Okay. I'm game. How do we do that? I don't know if that's necessarily a good idea, because those might still be folk trapped in there. And that seems to be, to put it lightly, rude. I don't see how if we're trying to rescue them. It would be rude if we were using it to, say, just power daily life, but 
if we're using it to try and respond to their distress call. Assuming they're the ones putting it out, there's just a lot of questions. And I know we're going to have to start working without all of the information, but yeah. Well, we need a method first. Method? Oh, of harnessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a Rufus and Edel's question. We haven't even told Edel's, have we? Not yet. I don't think anyone has. We're all a little... reluctant. Especially about Nick. Is that something you'd like me to handle? I definitely think it'd be better coming from you than from us. As much as Edos may like us, I don't know, ever since the Voidfriend thing, I feel like he hasn't necessarily been on the same page. I'll go talk to them. Can you guys clean up after breakfast, then? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'll be back. And she walks out the door to go tell Edos about Nick and about the entity in the echo chamber. Thank you so much for listening to episode 25 of Imprinted Echoes. If you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Imprinted Echoes and our website at imprintedechoes.com. On the website, you can find links to the Ghostlight Media merch store, as well as our Patreon, if you're able to help us out monetarily. And in that vein, I'd like to thank Joel, Carlin, and Roger for their continued support. If you'd like to help support us in other ways, consider telling a friend about our show, or leave us a good rating on review on whatever podcatcher will let you. As always, you can find all of our hosts on Twitter, myself at CoveredNSawdust, Chase at TQLoudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at ReallyBridget. And of course, be sure to follow our network, Ghostlight Media, at GLM Pods. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you'll come back in two weeks to hear yet another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zayn Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenley, and is edited by Pat Mahood. Original show theme music is by Justin Longacre. This is a Ghostlight Media production.